This is the KZRG Morning News Watch. KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 on your smart speakers, Zeus Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. He's running for the U.S. Senate. He's our friend, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Schmidt. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How are you? Good. You know, trying to trying to keep out of uh, trouble. Where are we going? Uh, I know this is not necessarily your specialty here, but, uh, you know, people are like hunting down baby formula. How the hell do we come up short in baby formula? Well, we've got some serious supply chain issues altogether. And, um, I mean, the Biden administration has completely abandoned the idea that we'd want to bring a lot of these supply chains and manufacturing and production home right here in the United States. I think that's what it means to be kind of America first, right, is that you understand how vulnerable we are, not just on things like uh, rare earth materials, but, you know, simple things like baby formula. And so I think that they've just completely missed out here. And if these inflationary pressures are not temporary. I mean, they're not just, and they're not pressures. It's real inflation that's hitting people's pocketbooks every single day. And so the last thing we need is more government spending, which is what the Biden administration seems to propose to every problem. And, uh, yeah, it's a mess. And, you know, you look at the price of groceries, the price of gas. It's really hitting middle-class families hard. And the Biden administration, they just don't have any answers. $4 a gallon gas on my drive-in uh, this morning. And the Biden administration, Joe, is going to be speaking out against the inflation that he created. Um, is going to be doing things that uh, more clean energy. Uh, he wants to increase food production. These are all things that are two, three years, five years down mm-hmm. the road, ten years down the road. It's uh, he's an unserious boob, isn't he? He is. And what's what's interesting, all this is very predictable. I mean, on day one, on day one, he came into office. I mean, we, you know, President Trump, we had a secure border. What did he do? He changed the remain in Mexico policy. He changed. Now he's moving, you know, in file, Title 42. We have, by the way, been successful in blocking those efforts temporarily. But um, he's you know, kind of hell bent on this open borders and amnesty agenda that the left has wanted. For a very, very long time. He also canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. He disallowed um, leasing on federal lands for oil and gas drilling. Uh, offshore drilling has come to a complete stop. All these options should be on the, ta- on the table. If we can get American energy right here and be energy independent, energy dominant, and export that energy to places around the world, like, say, Europe, uh, so they don't have to get their, their, you know, their oil from Russia, that's a win-win for the United States. It also keeps... Uh, not just gas prices low, but that whole supply chain is affected by diesel costs and gas costs, right? Because everything that comes from the farm to the, you know, the grocery store to wherever, all that stuff is impacted by higher oil prices. And so we just need to have every option on the table. And by limiting this stuff, um, uh, it really puts us at a disadvantage in why he's had to talk to places like Iran and Venezuela for oil. I mean, it's completely nuts. It's uh, His name is Eric Schmidt. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. He's running for the U.S. Senate. Uh, Eric, I think the other thing that, you know, you bring up the idea of companies have become too uh, powerful, and the instant Republican response has been big tech, but it's more than just big tech. It's big meat, big groceries, big everything, where these corporations that seemingly have more power than the countries in which they do business. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll give you another good example of action that, that I've taken in the last week. We filed a landmark lawsuit last week 
alleging that big government and big tech are conspiring and colluding to suppress speech, to violate people's First Amendment rights. It's the first time, you know, so we've named uh, Joe Biden, we've named Jen Psaki, we've named Anthony Fauci, we've named the new Ministry of Truth uh, person, Mary Poppins. You know, we've named all of them because we know exactly what they're doing. They've said it, and they can control this in a couple of different ways. Government doesn't get just to outsource its censorship power to big tech. What they do is they hold over these special protections, Section 230, that doesn't allow big tech uh, to be sued because they're not considered a, a publisher. They're considered a platform, even though they are throttling and limiting and censoring along the way. But they also are working directly with them now to flag posts that they want to call disinformation. A lot of these things, by the way, end up being true. The laptop from hell, the ineffectiveness of masks, uh, election integrity issues, um, uh, a lot of, COVID, you know, the origin of COVID, the lab leak theory, all these things that they try to, you know, call disinformation turn out to be true, right? And so the government shouldn't have that power. They shouldn't be able to uh, outsource that to big tech, and they're directly working with them. And so that's a violation of people's First Amendment rights. Missouri, we filed a lawsuit on that last week. And once we get into discovery there, I think they're terrified of what we might find. Yeah, and I, my, my also my big concern here is that, you know, the KZRG Facebook page, we have about 61,000 followers. So we get a lot of, a lot of stuff. And I'm able, as, uh, as the administrator, I see uh, posts that we put on that, uh, that automatically get 10,000, 12,000 views. And then there are times where, especially if it's embarrassing to Democrats, sometimes we only get 1,000, 1,500 views. Don't tell me that's not a setup by big tech. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, is these algorithms that are put in place purposely try to limit um, who sees something that might be conservative or something that the Democrats don't like or what the left, again, deems disinformation. I mean, these... Entities are, they were given that protection in the 1990s because they were considered to be an open platform, right? People could post what they want. Uh, you had this democratization of information. And Congress at the time gave them this special protection. Well, what happens now is Democrats say, look, we're going to take that special protection away if you don't censor more. And so guess what? They censor more. And the Democrats have all the levers of power right now. And so that's why we filed that lawsuit to get to the bottom of it. What exactly are those communications between Fauci and Facebook? We know there's some emails about him trying to make sure people took down, you know, the lab leak theory. And we know that that is very credible, right? The idea that where the coronavirus originated from, but that didn't fit their narrative that they chose at the time. And that's a very dangerous thing for the government to be deciding what people can say, what they can see, when they can see it, and what they, you know, where they can say things and, and you know, base it on content. And that's, again, that is prohibited under law, and they don't get to get away with it just because somebody else is doing it at their direction. Yeah, exactly correct. Eric, I, tell us a little bit about if, if someone wants to learn more about your campaign uh, for the U.S. Senate, how do they find out about it? Yeah, so as the America First candidate here, um, it's important, I think, to send fighters to D.C., somebody who's unafraid to take on these big institutions and fight for the people, fight for Missourians. Uh, that's certainly been my record. They can go to schmidtforsenate.com, S-C-H-M-I-T-T for senate.com, or they can follow me on uh, Twitters and the Facebooks also, and, and we keep people pretty updated about what's going on, not only with the actions we're taking to fight back, but then also some um, things that are happening with the campaign, and we're heading down the home stretch here, and I think it's important 
not just to get the majority back, but send the right people there, people who are actually going to, you know, be conservative fighters and not back down. And I'm also encouraging people, Eric, that, you know, when you and other candidates make appearances to go out and eyeball you, shake your hands mm-hmm. and uh, and figure out, OK, this is somebody I can feel good about. And uh, whenever you're down here, let us know. We'll we'll forward it so people can come out and see you. And we'll do that for everybody. But my deal is I think that the more people interact with with any candidate running for office, the better choices that we will have uh, at, to beat the Democrats in November. Totally agree. And I welcome that. And, you know, for me, I've been running one statewide twice. It's always good to go around and meet people in, in, you know, in the flesh. That's important. I also think there's a lot of candidates who talk a good game. Uh, but one of the things I think that separates me from the field is, no one actually taking action. So I do encourage people to read up, uh, visit in person, all those things, because it's a very important choice. I mean, the, the fate of the country is at stake here. So we got to take the, the country back. But we got to win the House and the Senate first. Amen. Eric Schmidt, again, thank you very much. You're invited anytime you want to come on. Good to be with you again. Take care. All right. That's Eric Schmidt. He's running for the U.S. Senate. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri, exclusively on FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, and on your smart speaker. News Talk KZRG.